white. <laughs> I'm with Jink today, y'all. You better know it. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Oh, man, I'm glad to be here. Everybody knows that when you call, you come running. No, I know you don't come outside just to be coming outside, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen of the press. We got Jason White at the message behind the music. Oh, I'm so glad to be here, man. It don't matter whether you calling up me to the house for some tomahawk steaks <laughs> or the famous grits. Oh, have y'all tasted the grits? Oh. He be chefing too, ladies and gentlemen. Let's be clear, but the grits are for real. The grits are for real, baby. <laughs> So, so oh, wow. let's, let's jump into it. What would you say is your life message? Oh, what is my life message? Uh, God's love, man. His love is everything. Uh, and love is, is, God's love is in everything. And what it is that I do where music, touching the hearts of people through inspiration, through the voice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Through, yeah. through your hands, you know what I mean? Engaging others to lift their hands and, and engage in, in, in worship. So it's just, it, it, it exudes, if I can say that, God's love. Yeah. I think that's incredible because, you know, we hear your music, yeah. we see you moving and working. And so to know, you know, to see that thread, yeah. that thread of love. Even when we follow you on Instagram and your story. <laughs> oh man, I'm just I'm just a ball of joy. If it's on the treadmill, if it's at that oh that piano, man, that's one of the things that just unlocks me. Uh, it soothes me, uh, and whether it's a hymn, whether it's just you know someone off to the side singing or me accompanying somebody, I just think it's all God's love. And there's no way you can love Him without loving His people, man. Yeah, yeah, nah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. that. I love that. If you were to describe yourself in three words. Now, I know this is impossible out the oh, gate. Jesus. It's impossible out the gate. The diversity and complexity of the Jason White. <laughs> but three words. How would you describe yourself? Faith. Okay. I don't know. Can, I, can you say that? Yeah. 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 Definitely faith. Faith, number one. Um, music and excellence. Wow. Execution, precision, yeah. Unpack those three. Well, faith, um, you know, it's, it's impossible to do anything in this life without some level of belief. Uh, and so belief in him, uh, belief in what he can do, what's available to you, what he's created you and he's designed you to do. Yeah. Uh, and so there is a chart for us, but unless you believe it, yeah. It doesn't really unlock yeah. until there's belief. And so I, I, I've got to have my faith. My faith unlocks everything for me. He's given me a measure of it, but to really maximize it, I've got to believe. So my belief is everything. And then music, this talent that he's given me to sing, this voice, um, um, people. Yeah. There's no way that you can do this thing, Jink, without people. Right. Uh, and if you love him, you got to love his people. Right. Now, his people hurt us. His people can wound us and different things like that. But at the end of the day, they're his people. Yeah. And so if you're in the business of God, you are in the business of people. Yeah. And so that part and then excellence, execution, precision. If you're going to do it, if he's giving you anything to do, if you're good at anything, you have to work at it. Yeah. And I'm kind of concerned with this generation, really kind of concerned with this generation, is that they don't necessarily put the work ethic really kind of like into it. And it's upon the feeling. Yeah. You know, if I feel it. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? No, you feel it to get up and work because it's time to go get some money. It's time to go do something that's excellent. And so more than anything, excellent is about working at it, taking the hours that it takes to, to, to make it good. And I've always wanted to be good at what I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, nah, that's 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 incredible because like we know so much of your music. Yeah. We have seen you on stages around the world uh, at every level. But as you talk about faith, music yeah. and excellence being at the core of who you are, yeah. where would you say you get that from? Where did that come from? Oh, wow. Well, I, I came up in a great family, a great family of preachers and pastors, and, and it really came from mom. Mom was the, um, she was the disciplinarian, you know. Our father left at an early age, yeah. and um, I didn't really know him, but she was a youth leader in the church, you know. She was, her deal was, uh, she couldn't have kids for a while. She couldn't have boys. And so uh, she, she had a, a prayer of Hannah. Mm. Basically, God, if you give him to me, I'll, I'll, give, him, I'll give him back come to on, you. Come on, come on, come <laughs> on. And so in the midst of that, she, God gave her these two boys and she reared them up in the faith. She reared them up in church. And so when other kids was going to the mall and they was going to different things like that, we was at church. And so my brother, which is our pastor and our, and our, our, our spiritual, he was my drummer. And then I started playing, I know we'll get into that, but I started playing at, a, at an early age of four. And, um, and just the excellence of, of, of moving to the, and then she would find little teachers for me, okay? Because, you know, you know, in church, especially in the Black Pentecostal church, there's a need. And when there's a need, you know, so I didn't know how to play the organ. And so to play the organ, she found like teachers and different things like that to show me what, you know, different things like that meant. And just, you know, listening to records and, and no, that chord is not right. No, I want to play that inversion. No, she sung it like this. And how can I get it, you know, with that range and that, that application to it? And so it just always pushed me to, to be better. I wanted to emulate. Yeah. If Ravita was playing it, I wanted to emulate it. If Ray was playing it, Ray Charles I'm talking about. Yeah. He is Ray and, and, and Aretha, they're just, and James Cleveland, oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they were the, the, the ones that did it and had the swag and had the precision with it. And I wanted to play it like them and I wanted to sing it like them. You started naming people like like James and Aretha, yeah. the, James Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, who, who are some other people that jump out in your mind when you think about your formative years and development and who you were looking to emulate or imitate or yeah, it was it was it was those guys. It was the, you know, you know, I grew up in the eighties. And so in the eighties it was the Keith Pringles. So you young. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could say that. <laughs> but yeah, it Keith was Pringle. Keith, the Keith Pringles, the you know, and she would we would go and get these records and I would I would come home from school and I would, you know, these records, she would just buy me records. So it would be Keith Pringle, it would be James Cleveland with the when he had the perm with the with the in the Southern California community choir, and then there would be, you know, we didn't listen to a lot of secular music, but you know, I feel like going on. Um, call him up uh, and tell him if you confess. Uh, uh, True Victory, True Victory was probably one of the first songs, that I ever real songs that I ever learned how to play. But those were great giants of mine. So coming up in the early 80s, Keith Pringle, James Cleveland, 
Timothy Wright, Myrna Summers, oh baby. You know what I mean? Um, 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 and then when you went into the early 80s and then you had to go to Shy, baby. You had to go to, to Milton Brunson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, know, you know, it's gonna rain. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what man. I mean? Available to you, all of those. My mind's made up. My, eh. I mean, that's a little 90s, but we, let's stay with I'm free. You know what I mean? Let's stay, you know what I mean? Tyrone Block. Take you know? me back. Ooh, Take me when back. I was trying to direct, when I was learning how to direct, you know, all of that. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tyrone Block was just, you know, those directors, him, Keith Pringle, Ricky Grundy, and all, and they were L.A. heroes. Yeah. They were, they, they were, you know, we didn't have a lot of L.A. music heroes, you know what I mean, like Shy and, and St. Louis and Detroit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Don't even talk about Detroit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, so, but our heroes in L.A. of the 80s was Keith Pringle, of course, the king of gospel. Yeah. You know what I mean, James Cleveland. Yeah. You know what I mean, and then you had the the locals, you know, around Rodina Preston and all of those different people like that. But yeah, man, those people like you know, and Mom would get the record. So I would come home from school. I usually would be the first one. Wow. And so I would walk home from school, and I, I would get home from school, and her deal was y'all get in that house, y'all lock that door, and don't come out until I come home. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I so, was getting ready to ask you which one are you? <laughs> what gangster? What, what which set group? What set? <laughs> Please, my, when I tell you my mama would hang me from a tree if she could. <laughs> like Jesus. Yeah, yeah like Jesus. And, and, you, and you wouldn't be raised on the third day. Not at all. Not, not according to her. And so she was just a disciplinarian. She didn't play. And all we did, we went to church, man. She raised these two boys to, to be in church. And so I started playing early, you know, you know, early in church. In the Pentecostal church, we didn't really have piano. Yeah. We had the organ. Yeah. And so, cause you need, you needed, you know, you needed the pedals, yeah. you needed the draw bars, and then you had to play bass and, you know what I mean? So you needed all of that and it just, it was loud. Yeah. And so it just moved the crowd, you know, and you know, don't get me wrong y'all, but in the Baptist church, you had the piano. Yeah. And in the Pentecostal church, <laughs> you know what I mean? You had, <laughs> yeah. You had the, you, you know, you had the organ. So I would come home from school and, and, and she would buy me these records, man. This woman just, you know, she, she was just, she saw the gifting inside of me. And if we can do that with, with our children today if you can see the glimpse of what he's gonna be or yeah. what he's gonna do yeah you know what I mean and so we would go and the highlight was to go to, to, to Word of Faith record store yeah and 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 we would see the records on the shelf get the Milton Bronson you know or the new Myrna Summers or the new and, and back then they would play a little bit for you like, yeah. let me get a couple songs Calvin Bridges and you know all of Myrna Summers and and Timothy Wright and, and and just all of these different records and I would play them I would yeah. play them and play them and play them and uh, you know and most of those things they were choirs they were they were choirs and so she was the choir director and so I would have to learn those songs but those things would turn me on man yeah they would light me up yeah. so those those moments as you talk about all of the experiences musically and listening to the records and all of that. There are lots of people who are good at what they do and bad at who they are. Mm. You are both good at what you do and good at who you are. What did mama say? Oof. What were experiences to help frame and shape the Jason White that we know and love? If they acting like a fool and you are a fool, or if they're the fool and you're acting like the fool, which one of us know who the fool is? Mm. So she mm. would she would use all of those little colloquialisms to 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 don't embarrass me. Yeah. Get it together. This is how you act. This yeah. is how you dress. Yeah. So she was a huge, you know, she wasn't 
mom wasn't a a a spiritual woman, mm. but she was a religious woman. And when I say that, she she wasn't going to be reading the Bible every day, but she knew what was right. Mm. You know what I mean? The right things, the 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 the, the things of the church. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? What we didn't do, and what you know how a young man is supposed to carry himself, mm -hmm. and different things like that. And so and how to how to treat people? How to treat people? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? How to conduct yourself? You know what I mean? Who that person is, what a bishop is, and you know what I mean? Just just all of the protocols. And so you know, as you're coming up with this gift, there comes responsibilities mm -hmm. with that gift. Mm -hmm. And uh, we would see, or I would see, people that had a had a had a bright fire but the fire would be extinguished mm. so early because mm. of character or you know what I mean just 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 things that they wouldn't do right mm -hmm. uh, on the block you know what I mean there were there were boys that were in the stuff you know what I mean they was going to the liquor store they was going around to the we wasn't doing none of that. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have none of that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because if she could smell that that level of character, you know, my boys are going to get into something and blah blah blah. And so we were called. I don't know if I can use. We were called um, soft men. Okay. You know what I mean? The, yeah. the block would call us. You know, I mean, it's a new day. Y'all soft. Yeah. yeah. Certain, certain words we can't use on camera but, no but more. But that's what they would say. <laughs> that's what they would so, yeah. so we just saying what, yeah. 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 Uh, 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 Miss White, them, you, you growing them boys up to be little punks. You yeah. growing them up. To, they can't come out the yard. Yeah. They, can't, they can't do nothing. They can't go with us. Yeah. No, my boys ain't doing that. Yeah. They're they, they not going with y'all. Are we just going up to the mall? Uh-uh. No. Uh, Y'all be right there going. Wow. It was, it was that. And so we grew up with a little label. Mm. But today, baby. They, they call it. <laughs> oh, baby. They, they, they or, reaching, they're watching. Or, or, or those ones that, that went to juvenile hall. Or yeah. those ones that, you know, I, I won't even say what they was doing. But some of them that, that spent many of their years, you know what I mean? And today is different. Or even family. I, I ain't going to sugarcoat it. Even family that said, yeah. you know, Gene, you growing them boys up to be blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We ain't that today. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but what then. you thought that they was gonna be. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. So so that that rearing, that that discipline. Yeah. The Yeah. Some of that, you know, I know we can't do that to kids today. Yeah. You can't you can't pull them up, but yeah. Yeah. I got pulled up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it's some back then they didn't know me, now I'm hot and they all on oh, me. Oh, just a little bit. What you know <laughs> about a Mike bit Jones? Of that. <laughs> I had a preacher quote Mike Jones, y'all, from, from Houston. We gotta know what's going on out here. We gotta know what's going on. So that's incredible. So um how did you like I know you started playing when you were four. Yeah. How did you get into the music? Like the you you had the records laid out, you yeah. playing in church. Yeah. It evolves how? It evolves because because you're playing for the church. Yeah. So you're playing the hymns, you're playing the church music, and then now you gotta go to school too. When I yeah. say school, you gotta go to high school. Mm -hmm. And so music is changing around you. And so around the hood, you got the 80s, you got the Daz band or you got Rick James, mm -hmm. or you got, now hip hop is coming out, you got Run DMC, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You got Houdini. Mm -hmm. And so now, even though you're in the church, you're hearing these other colors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're hearing 808 drum machines, mm -hmm. and, and you're hearing bass lines, and you're hearing Rick James, you know. But that's, yeah. you're not hearing that in church. Right. So how can you infuse you know, some of that. Yeah. And so as a young man, it will cause you to, 
you know, in the media to progress, to try to stay hip. Certain things you couldn't play in church, yeah. but as a young man, I wanted to progress. It's one thing to play organ and you the one man band, yeah. but now you got a bass player, you got a drummer, you, you've got another keyboard player, so you can't play all of those parts. Yeah. So how do you play as a unit? Yeah. And so, so I would look and I would watch and okay, so okay, so no, okay, that left hand can't be down there. It's gotta come up here now, you know what I mean? So just all of those little things would progress me along. Me being a musician and, and hearing different complexities. And, and as I said, you know what I mean? I grew up you know, in the inner city and you know, we went to church. We were church kids and church boys, but in the 80s and the 90s, it would be all of these grooves and these different things that would just, you know, jargon me. And so I came up, you know, the dad's band from Motown and, 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 and Rick James and, 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 you know what I mean? And then you moved to 85, 86, you was moving into hip hop, Run DMC, you know, De La Soul. You was moving into uh, uh, um, Houdini and, and then you had Cameo. Just all of these progressions of music and my deal was, as a young man, how can I, how can I, how can I integrate? How yeah. can I, how can I bring these things, you know what I mean, together? And so, you know, I remember I was a part of this youth choir, and and I was doing it, and that, that this one director, he was like, "That's that jazz, that 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 uh uh uh, and you you playing them jazz chords? Uh uh, I don't I don't want all that up in here, you know what I mean?" And I remember it just it just it really broke my heart, man. And so I would just keep progressing, but it wouldn't stop. But why? Why, why did people like him not want all that up in here? Like, why? Because, you know, of course, with the church, you're, you're bringing that, that, that sound. You, you're, worldly music? You're bringing the worldly sound and, and those different chords and different things. That, I, I, just, I just want church chords. And so, you know. What are church chords? Like, like I, I want to mess with that for a second because you know, I believe on its face, yeah. music is amoral and not immoral. Okay. Like, like an E flat isn't sinful, or or a B flat or a C major or a minor chord or augmented chord. Like, it's it's what is it's it's what is associated with. But Mahalia Jackson brought in a bass player. She was one of the first gospel, and so that sound, that boom, 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 that was associated mm. with the world. Very good. And so when she would come into the churches with that bass player, oh, well, you, are you bringing that up in here? Yeah. You know what I mean? But what's worldly about a bass? Right. That's what I'm asking. There's nothing worldly about it, but it's the association. I it's, got it. It's, it's what it's associated with. That's and so the good. first time we heard the bass, that's, that's considered some boogie-woogie. Yeah. Boogie-woogie? What, what, or, or, you know, it was bass like this. It was stand-up bass. Yeah. And those things were played in the juke joint. Yeah. Those things were played in the club. So, you know what I mean? Certain things, the, the wah-wah. You can bring a Wawa in church. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, all of those things were, you know, I, I, I kind of got in trouble about that. The, I, I always wanted to play the, 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 the George, the George, you know, te, the Teddy Riley. The, yeah, the, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? About. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never, and so their deal is they associated that yeah. with, with the world. It was nothing wrong with the instrument. Yeah. The instrument was pure. The instrument is pure. It's pure. It's, it's amoral and, and not immoral. Not at all. But that's very smart. The sophistication of the association yeah. leads people out of the church. Mm. I get it. Okay. But I still think, as you talked about integrating the two, yeah. it's actually okay because your focus is on the instrumentation yeah. 
and not the actual content of what I got. Yeah, and I wanted, and I wanted, I wanted relevancy. I wanted a place where, where, where we could belong, yeah. where, 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 where it would be, you know, fine. You know what I mean? And even as we get, you know, closer, even to to, to Sunday service, it was the, it's the same concept. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that it can be inviting. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think the biggest thing with, with, with sometimes with church and organization, it could be just that, you know, we this. Yeah. And I'm like, when did the church become an organization? When did the church become a social club yeah. that it's us yeah. and it's it should be it's the hospital it should be open. Yeah. For all, you know what I mean, that are injured or all that are come unto me, all up, ye. Yeah. And so, um, and I don't mean that you have to compromise the message. Sure. You don't have to compromise but if you have something that's inviting, that's 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 for these different people, and that it's you know, you know, it's relevant. Sure. Yeah. Offer it. Well, well, and and you're saying that the method yeah. may change, yeah, but the message, message. is good. the same. That's good. When did you know that musically, I'm doing this for real, for real? It's not just. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm 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 in the business. When I started kind of there was a demand for me. Love that. Yeah, Andre Crouch, you know, I did Paris, I did London, I did South Africa. I did all of those things with him and I would travel around and I would, you know, would really kind of rock with him. It would be local artists, but it was when these mainstream artists would say blah blah blah. Like who? And then Andre Andre Vesta Williams was another one. Wow. The late Vesta Williams, I would go, and I was so young, she would ask me, she would call me Baby Jason. And she was like, Baby Jason, she said, how old are you? Because, you know, we're going to be in these clubs, boy. We're going to be in these places, you know what I mean, where they serving alcohol and, and different things like that. Is he old enough? And then she would ask management, is he even old enough? I like him, but is he old enough to be with us? So it, it, it was all Baby Jason. Baby Jason. <laughs> Baby Jason. That's so funny you know what I mean? because... Pastor Marvin Winans, B.B. Winans, the Winans family, they call Mom Winans, they call me Baby Bishop. <laughs> really? <laughs> Ronald Winans <laughs> named me <laughs> Baby, Baby Bishop. Bishop. Angie Winans called me her pastor. <laughs> and Ronald said, he, he too young to be a pastor, be your pastor. Uh, he said, how were you when, a question, when the question is came out? I saw him, I said, I don't know, I was five. He said, oh, he's a baby he's bishop. A <laughs> <laughs> and it's stuck forever. So bishop. ladies and gentlemen, baby Jason. Baby Jason. <laughs> so Vesta. Vesta Williams. And then I went into, I went into a little, little hip hop. So I started playing with, uh, well, I didn't play with him. I did some records. There was this guy named DJ Jinx. And so he was the cousin of Dr. Dre, but DJ Jinx started doing like Ice Cube. Mm. And so we all went to school, all went to this, you know, this prep high school together. So you had Jinx, you had Ice Cube, you had Yo-Yo, mm. uh, you had Candyman, and we all came out of the same high school together. So I, I won't say I would sneak, but yeah, I would, I would be doing like their records. Yeah. You know what wow. I mean? Like that. Uh, I'll never forget, man. Lynch Mob. The Lynch Mob was like one of Cube's Ice Cubes. That was like one of his groups. You sure. know what I mean? He left NWA, yeah. went to the Lynch Mob, and I started, you know, like just doing like little records and piano. And man, I would, 
I would, he would write me a little $100 check, man. Man, you, man, you couldn't tell me nothing. Who would write you a $100 check? Ice Cube. He would sit wow. there at the, at the console at Paramount Recording. He would write me a check. You know what I mean? It would be like $100. Wow. $100. So wow. It was like 93 And, man, it would be the, the, you know, and so I would just hold it and look at it. But, yeah, I, I just began to cross over and do different things like that. I would never lose my witness. Sure. They always knew that's the choir boy. They would start calling me choir boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the church boy. You yeah. know what I mean? They, I, my witness wasn't, but I would go in there and, and play a little something, you know, and uh, go on and get the little money. <laughs> <laughs> so 93, as the, as the 90s evolved, yeah, the paint that. Yeah, the 90s evolved. I was on the road and I was, I was, I was getting my walk together. I would hear God speaking to me. I would, I would hear him calling me out and, and no, I want you to do this. And, and I've got another situation for you. And so, um, I've always been a church kid, but there's this one church that I just wanted to be at. Uh, my, my auntie and my dad and some of my family was going there and it was a large church in Los Angeles. It was called West Angeles church. And so I just wanted I wanted to be at that church, you know what I mean? And so I knew I would go off and do other things, but I knew at my core, man, I was, I was a psalmist. I knew yeah. at my core yeah. I was called, you know, I was set aside for God. Yeah. And so I was doing this play and uh, they came home and uh, I didn't want to go back out. I didn't want to go back out with them. It was a lot of stuff, you know, the road, the road sure. can be full of a whole bunch of different things. And I didn't want to go back out, but I, the deal was, God, how am I going to sustain myself mm-hmm. or whatever? And the church organist job at West A became available, man. And I leaped at it. Uh, when I tell you what I was making a year back then, I mean, I couldn't feed a rat on that today. Mm. But God was, you know, God was sustaining. And you couldn't tell me nothing. I was just overjoyed. I was, I was happy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just to be in that type of place, you know what I mean? And so it just fostered my spiritual development. Sure. You know, growing in him. And, and, and you know, you had Judy McAllister. You had Kirk Carr. Yeah. You had, I mean, I'm at the feet of all of these different people. And so, of course, when you get into Kirk Carr and different things like that, and then I become the musical director of the entire church. And then I become the, 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 the youth choir. I get, they give me the youth choir. And as I'm moving up, and I'm just moving up, and then I become, you know what I mean, different things like that. And then Kirk said, hey, man, it's time for me to do my record. I want you to, and so that's how for every mountain and, 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 and in the sanctuary and all of those things came on the, those songs were birthed on the platform of West Angeles Church. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And uh, I would just produce those records and you go from there and you go in the north. So you produced in the sanctuary? Yeah. You produced for every mountain? I produced it for every mountain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. all right. You can't just say those <laughs> casually. Uh, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> how did those songs come to be? Like, those are, those are going to be on program in heaven. Like, yeah. Well, you know, like Kirk Carr and myself, we had the gift of arranging. So a lot of times, some people get the gift of writing and, and you're a scribe out the gate. But yeah. some of us, we start out arranging you know, arranging. And so, you know, for a while, you know what I mean? He was over the mass choir. 
And so, man, the mass choir, first Sundays in the culture church, you know, we do communion on first Sundays. Yeah. And so the mass choir would sing on first Sundays and we would have communion. And back then, you know, you know, now y'all got the Y'all got the bread and the cracker all in one. That's right. You know what I mean? But no, back then, you had to pass the, the cracker. I'm from back then. Baby. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and then you passed the juice. And so there was music all yeah. of that time. Yeah. And so Kurt would make these things, man. The choir would just sing, and we would sing hymns and different things like that. So it was like a concert. And so uh, First Sundays would be the time that he would go forth. And so for, for every mountain, all he had was for every mountain, you brought me over for every trial. And so what he did was, he didn't have any verses. He didn't have, I've got so much. He didn't, he didn't have none of that. Sure. So what he did was he took Richard Smallwood's, I give you praise. He did the front of the verses of Richard Smallwood. And then at the end of it, it would just go into this for every mountain. And the church would just like, just go crazy, yeah. crazy over. So he only had the back part. So when it's time to do the record, he wrote the front part of it. I played it. It went on. In the sanctuary, he only had, we lift our hands in the sanctuary. Yeah. So when he and I was on the stage and he was like, I don't have a, I don't have a vamp. Like, what you got? And I didn't have nothing. He was like, all right. And so then we came back the next day. He said, I got something. And he was like, yes. Yes, Lord, for Lord. And so it, it would just happen on the stage wow. you know, of our church, man. Wow. And then the deal is, like we all do, all right, let's see if it works. Let's do it in a Sunday morning. Yeah. Let's do it in a church. Let's yeah. see if the choir can sing it. Yeah. And so we would sing, we would sing in Sanctuary and For Every Mountain and all of these songs for the longest. And our deal is wow. if it works in church, it'll work for the people. That's insane. Yeah, man. What What are some other songs that stand out in your mind that you touched that? Just great, just great opportunities. Um, Helen Baylor, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, that was just, you know, a big one. Of course, I I mixed, you know, Battlefield, Norman Hutchins' Battlefield. Sure. Um, wow. And I mixed that in a garage. I'll never forget. Wow. You know that. And then, of course, you know, I wrote uh, Emmanuel. That is one of the, what? the Christmas. Yeah, you do that. Why are you acting like what? that? Why are you getting on camera? Emmanuel. Yeah, I recorded that. On <laughs> that is the church Christmas song, I guess. Man, that's iconic. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't know you did that. Oh, yeah, I wrote Emmanuel. And, uh, yeah. And it just it just happened. And so, like I said, being an arranger, you know what I mean? So he had a piece of it and I was like, yo, won't you let won't you give me that? And so just rearranged it, wrote some different words to it, and here and there. And, yeah. American Idol. Yeah. How did that happen? Um so, you know, I've been at West A now, I've been at West A maybe like West Angeles Church, maybe like twelve years. And I get a witness from from God that says, "All right, you know, you know, it's it's, it's time to go." And uh, it was kind of like Genesis 12. He was telling, you know, Abraham, you know, get from your country, man, get from your your family, and I'm going to lead you to a place, you know, what you know not. And so I heard a witness to to leave. Leave what you love. Yeah. Leave where you love. Leave who you love. Come on, come on. I told y'all he was a preacher. Y'all knew he was a preacher. Y'all see them three points? Did y'all see them three points? Give it to me again. Leave. Leave where you love. Leave what you love. Leave who you love. 
That's real life sometimes, though, isn't it? And, and you and you about to tell us. Baby. And so, yeah, I, I, I moved away. This was 2002. We had just moved into the cathedral at the church, and uh, I didn't know what I was going to do. And so I just I just moved. Mm. And of course, now I know I needed to spend time with mom. As you know, when you're in music ministry, sometimes you forsake family. You know what I mean? The people, you know what I mean? Mama and, and aunties, they never saw me because my life was at the church. And so yeah. I left into, we lost mom in 04. Mm. And so I had two years to really kind of like spend with her, went back to West Day in 06. Mm. But while I was away in 02, I didn't know what I was gonna do. And Ricky Minor called. Mm. Ricky Minor, you know, producer and, 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 and TV musical director extraordinaire. And Yolanda Adams was going on the Jay Leno show mm. and uh, they needed a choir. And I did the record, it was a Christmas, it was a Christmas set. And I did the record with Buster and Shivani, those, those producers, mm. and um, brought me in. I brought my singers in and he gave me a little test. He's like, go in the room and, and let me see what y'all got. Mm -hmm. Came in the room and his singers trailed him in the room with me and he walked in and his singers looked at him and said, Wow. Like, like he got it. And so from there, we did the American Idol Christmas with Fantasia, mm -hmm. Ruben, mm -hmm. and Kelly. They were mm -hmm. the first three winners of American Idol. Mm -hmm. They didn't have a band. So he and I were coming into American Idol at the same time. They gave him the gig the next year, and he brought me along. Mm -hmm. And so I became the, the contestant arranger. So I, all of the contestants would come in with me, and I would do the group song for American Idol. And it, you know, when, when you're in television you, and you're good and you got a name and you can keep your name kind of pure. Sure, and, and, sure. And so I would go from American Idol, the next season I would go to X Factor. Then Simon was like, he left American Idol. It's like, I'm starting my own show. Sure. And so X Factor was that. They hired me for X Factor. And so then once you're in that, then you just start doing the Grammys. And then you just start doing any television show. I did Steve Harvey, Big Shots. I don't know if you remember Little that. Little Big Shots. Little Big Shots. Sure. So I started doing, you know, that show. And so, and now you're into a thing of now you're a vocal contractor. And so now your job is to contract singers from all over. They might want an Asian singer. They might want um, 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 Filipino. Sure. You know what I mean? They want an range of looks sure. and different things like that, but people that can really sing. So, What was it like to do the Oscars? Oscars was amazing. Um, of course, our good friend, Will Packard, yeah. uh, he, was, he was producing this year and he called me. He was like, Jake! You know, we want, we want, you know, some people cry at funerals and we all cry at funerals, yeah. but, 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 but I want to show America as, 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 as African-American people, how we celebrate somebody going home. Yeah. And I want yeah. us to do a celebration. Yeah. And so we put some songs together and uh, he wanted me to do the in memoriam uh, for the Oscars. Yeah. And so. Yeah. It was a memorial. Yeah. It was a memorable, yeah. a memorable, yeah. a memorable Oscars that year. But that's how I got in. And then this year I did the Oscars. Uh, Adam Black called me and uh, they wanted an arrangement. Rihanna wrote a song for, for, for Black Panther. Sure. And sure. so we did it again this year. And so I'm just honored. Man. I'm, Amazing. I'm, Amazing. I'm honored. You've lived such a big life. Um, Sunday service. So now we've, we've left, 2019, we've left the church. Yeah. Or, you know, I've gone, I've left the church and I've just, you know, just went on to do different things like that. And 
first week of 2019, I get a call from Bruno Mars producer, his name is Ray Romales, sure. and he says, uh, Ye is looking for a choir, and, uh, and, and, and they say, you the guy. Mm. And I said, who? He said, Ye. I said, who's Ye? It's like Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Ye is looking for a choir, and everywhere I turn to look for the guy, your name comes up. Wow. And so Kanye wants everything Yes, he wants everything yesterday. So he's like, can you find me 100 people for Friday? It was Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And so. Wait, wait, wait. 100 people for Friday and it's Wednesday. And it's Wednesday. They say that you the guy, though. So I pulled up with about 60. <laughs> I came in <laughs> almost, short. Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came in short, Jink. <laughs> and so I came in short and uh, we were there. And I was teaching them his song. And so he came in the room and he heard us singing. He sat in the back and he heard us singing one of them and had some, you know, some, some profanity and some things. In sure. it. And he said, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. So he called me to him. He says, uh, I don't want to say those words anymore. Mm. I don't want to say those lyrics anymore. They, 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 they told me that you can write. You got some writers in here. I want y'all to rewrite all of my songs. And uh, I said, all right. And so we started that. And so, Jink, I didn't know what it was. Right. You know, and so we do this thing on a Sunday. And we're in, you know, like a, like a building like this. We're in, and so he calls a few of his friends and, 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 and different ones like that. And we get in there. You know, his family comes in. Sure. Kim and the family comes in. And, and we sing some songs. And she tweets, I'm so glad to be here at Sunday service wow and so it was just supposed to be jink it was just going to be like just a, a family it was and just friends. a family and friends thing and so week after week they would call back so this this week uh yay wants to blah 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 and then the next sunday okay so this this week i, I want to hear that girl sing over there and i want to hear her lead something and i want to hear her do that and i was like okay is this really going to be a thing every Sunday? Yeah. All right. Then he would call, oh, we want to put y'all in, you know, in his shoes and, 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 and yay gear and Yeezy. And, and I said, well, wait a minute. What are we doing here? Or, what is this? And so it ended up being just like. Um, organic. Organically. It was just, just God. And, and, and then in these rehearsals, it would be people that would come from different young people from all different. I had homeless guys that, 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 that wasn't you know, living in that car. We had some people that would move here and just get a job, yeah. you know what I mean? And so it was building, you know, a family and a choir. And it was, if I can say this, it was a lot, maybe people like me as well, that had been through church hurt, sure. had been through some church wounds and sure. different things like that, and needed a place to really kind of like land. Sure. And I, I didn't really know how to really, really kind of do it. You know, they, they, you know, they were in a few things, you know, uh, you know what we think the glory cloud is, but they have a, a whole nother version sure. of the glory cloud. Sure. You know, that, 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 you know, yeah. you know, that, you know, when you can blow it out of your mouth. And <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I so, got yeah. you. So, and I, was I personally like, have asthma, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, wait a minute, y'all can't do that around. This can't happen. And so it, as we all grew and as Ye grew, we all began to become in a, in a space where we begin to grow in God. We, we grew in faith. And so then now, he's, now we're traveling to different cities yeah. and different things and, and moving. And uh, we've got this thing with Adidas and 
man, we are just off to the races. Yeah. And he wants to share the love of Christ with the world. And we just begin to start writing songs week after week. It would become 10, 15, 20 flips week after week. So where are we going? Are we going to Jamaica this weekend? You know, load up. Or we're going to Switzerland tomorrow, y'all load up. And so for the longest, we would be in his backyard. Yeah. You know, people thought we were in Africa. They yeah. thought we were in different places. And yeah. you know where you came. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where we met on that mountain and, and yeah. our friendship really started from there <laughs> at Sunday service. We were in like one of his properties, you know, in the backyard, man. And so it was just a, a wonderful thing. And uh, where, where different people could come and come and be together and and be inspired through music. Yeah. We would change all of the lyrics that, you know, that gave glory and praise unto God. And uh, man, I can't wait till y'all see what's next. Ooh. I want to hit you with some rapid fire personal questions oh. that are going to be very heavy oh. and we're going to get out of here. All right. Uh, favorite food? Fried chicken. Okay. Uh, favorite meal? Put it all on the plate. Put it all on the plate. Tacos. Okay. Okay. I know I went to a whole nother job. Okay. Then I, then I okay. Go to, but okay. like homemade tacos. Ooh, baby. Okay. Okay. Favorite color? Navy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> favorite TV show of all time? All times. Ooh. Man. You got Little House on the Prairie. You got... What? Oh, baby. What? <laughs> Michael Landon? Oh, okay, baby. Okay. I like civilization periods and different things like that. So Little House on the Prairie is a good one. Good Times is definitely a good one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm an old... Yeah. I respect it. All right. All right. Favorite movie of all times? Man, Jink, you got Malcolm X. You got Pretty Woman. I don't know. All right, I'm gonna ask you something I haven't asked anyone else. Come on. Favorite city? Shy got the talent. God, <laughs> dog. The singers, <laughs> the musicians. Ugh. And then the, the downtown, the, the lakes and the bridges. Ugh. Thank you for pulling up on your brother. <laughs> Jink! <laughs> Thanks, man. I'm excited.